What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week nine wide receiver start sits. So going through all 14 week nine matchups, talking about every fantasy relevant wide receiver, and then listing them as either a start fringe option or a sit. The starts are going to be the players you feel confident starting as either your wide receiver one or your wide receiver two. Now that doesn't necessarily mean I'm limiting the wide receivers to only like 24 starts, just players that you could feel like throwing in as your wide receiver two. I feel like there's a lot of depth at the position. So maybe a wide receiver is going to be ranked like wide receiver 29 this week, but they're still suitable as the wide receiver two in your lineup. Fringe plays, these are like your wide receiver threes, flex options. Maybe you don't love them in your lineup, but with bye weeks injuries, they are playable. And then sits, players you would prefer to keep on your bench. Running back start sits are already posted after you watch this one, but let's just dive right into the Thursday night matchup, Titans taking on the Steelers. For the Titans here, you have to be feeling a lot better about DeAndre Hopkins after his massive game paired with Will Levis. Now, I do think DeAndre Hopkins is a nice sell high just because I don't know how sustainable Will Levis's like crazy first game is going to be, but if you plan on keeping him, I think he's a really nice start this week. Levis seemingly has some sort of spark within that offense. I think D-Hop is someone you fire up after that huge three touchdown game. Then for the Steelers here, so in the first game with Deontay Johnson back, we saw Deontay Johnson and George Pickens both put together solid games. Now, my concern with George Pickens with Deontay coming back was whether or not he'd be able to see the same amount of volume because Deontay is a proven target earner. He does it year after year. First week back, they're both able to command a decent number of targets. And this week, we saw Deontay get targeted 14 times to only one for George Pickens. I believe he only had one reception. So if that continues, it is concerning, but it was one game. George Pickens has been impressive. I think you play both of these guys as starts. Plus, it's a tough matchup for the running backs, so they could go more pass-heavy this week against the Titans. Shifting over to Sunday, we have the Dolphins taking on the Chiefs. For the Dolphins, nothing too crazy. You fire up Tyreek Hill. You fire up Jalen Waddell as very confident plays. For the Chiefs, even in a down game, Rasheed Rice had a fine fantasy day. He went four for 56. Justin Watson did return from injury, so it led to a slight decrease in Rasheed Rice's raw participation, but nothing crazy. I think he should continue to expand his role. He's definitely been the most consistent wide receiver in this Chiefs offense, so I think he's a decent fringe play. Then looking at the Vikings taking on the Falcons, Obviously a huge hit for these Vikings weapons with Kirk Cousins out for the season with a torn Achilles. Even though Addison takes a hit, I still am going to have him as a start here. I feel like this is going to be one of those spots where the Vikings are just going to have to try to force feed Addison. You want to get your most talented wide receiver the ball. Obviously saying that because Justin Jefferson is still going to be out for this one. So I still think he's going to see a lot of volume in this game. And I think he's going to be startable as like a fringe wide receiver too. Also hoping they go out and make a move for like a veteran established backup or like former starter, but who knows how that shakes out. Going to be sitting KJ Osborne. Definitely don't want to be playing multiple wide receivers with no Kirk Cousins. Then for the Falcons, I have Drake London as a start and he did leave early with a groin injury, but it seems like he's going to be fine. Now, if Taylor Heineke is the quarterback, I think this is where we have Drake London as a start. If it's Ritter, maybe he gets bumped down to a fringe option. We'll kind of have to see how that QB room shakes out. In the next game, we're going to have the Seahawks taking on the Ravens. Now, looking at the Seahawks here, we got DK Metcalf back, and no surprise, Metcalf and Lockett obviously took the wide receiver one and the wide receiver two snaps. I was kind of interested in seeing what the wide receiver three would look like because JSN and Jake Bobo have both been decent over the last few weeks. We saw JSN have a 67% route participation, which is pretty much where he was at prior to DK Metcalf missing that game. 
JSN did catch a touchdown, so he got into the end zone, caught a couple passes or a few passes. So his fantasy day wasn't bad. I just don't want to consider starting JSN with that type of route participation, playing behind two very talented wide receivers. Just not super interested in it. Still a very talented player, still could break out rest of season, but in the short term, not super high on JSN unless he can see an uptick in his usage. Then looking at the Ravens, we kind of had Zay Flowers first, I guess, like legit clunker game. Not a great performance from Zay Flowers fantasy-wise. Not concerned long-term. I think he keep firing him up as a solid like back-end wide receiver too. Next is going to be the Cardinals taking on the Browns. For Hollywood Brown here, seems like Josh Dobbs is not going to be the starter there. Kind of just hoping Kyler comes back as soon as possible. I think Marquise Brown playing with Kyler has some legit upside rest of season. So I like Marquise Brown as like a fringe wide receiver too. Then looking at the Browns here, I have Amari Cooper as a fringe option. This is not a, an indictment on Amari Cooper as a player. It's just the quarterback situation. If uh, Watson was going to play in this game, I'd have him as a start. We don't know if Watson's going to be good to go, but we're even getting reports saying like, oh, he's not going to get put on IR, which I guess is a positive, but the fact that it's even a discussion of Watson going on IR is concerning. So I think if you roll with the backup, Amari Cooper's a fringe option. We've seen four games without Watson. He's put up 9.1 PPR points per game. He scored under five PPR points in two of those. So just not a ton of consistency or upside with those backups in. And then in that same wide receiver room, sitting Elijah Moore. The next matchup is going to have the Rams taking on the Packers. And Matthew Stafford's status is kind of up in the air at this point. I really feel like regardless of whether or not Stafford plays, you still start Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. I feel like both those wide receivers are talented enough where you can't sit them even if the quarterback position isn't great. Obviously, it would be way better if Stafford was playing, but even if there's no Stafford, I still think you play those guys. Then for the Packers, tough, but I had to drop Christian Watson to a sit. He just hasn't been putting together strong performances since coming back from injury. The quarterback play hasn't been great. The Packers offense as a whole has been struggling. So still think Watson has some juice like long-term dynasty-wise, but in the short term, not a super confident fantasy play. Now looking at the Buccaneers taking on the Texans. For the Bucs, I feel like you just keep firing up Mike Evans and Chris Godwin as solid plays. They just continue to give you solid fantasy games. And then for the Texans here, kind of a down game overall from CJ Stroud, these wide receivers. I still think Nico Collins is their wide receiver one. I think he's a nice weekly fantasy wide receiver two. Tank Dell definitely showed some flashes a few weeks ago. He's had a rough stretch just based on, you know, not a great game in week eight. And then he had the bye week. I think he missed a game with a concussion. So it's been a little while before we've seen a really impressive Tank Dell game. Still think he's interesting rest of season. Could still be relevant. But for this specific week, I'm going to have him as a sit. Next is going to be the Commanders taking on the Patriots. And the only wide receiver who I have as a start is Terry McLaurin. He is just continues to log solid fantasy games. Now we did finally see like a breakout game out of Jahan Dotson. That was super encouraging. Not someone I want to play like this week for redraft fantasy, but in terms of like dynasty long-term for Jahan Dotson, definitely encouraging. Curtis Samuel dealing with a toe injury opened up a spot for Jamison Crowder and he came in and had a huge day. Would definitely not consider starting him, but just kind of came out of nowhere. Didn't even run a ton of routes and had a great overall stat line. Then for the Patriots, uh, Kendrick Bourne had kind of been producing as their wide receiver one. Unfortunately, he is going to be out for the season with a torn ACL. Just not interested in these guys. So sitting Douglas, sitting Parker, sitting Juju. Um, next is going to be the uh, Bears taking on the Saints. For the Bears, I think you still fire up DJ Moore. Unfortunately, no Justin Fields again this week here in week nine, but they're going to feed him. 
Bajent has been fine, I guess. So DJ Moore is like a wide receiver too. Then for the Saints, I know Chris Olave has been slightly underwhelming for fantasy. He's commanding a lot of volume. He just hasn't really come through in the touchdown department. I'm still very comfortable firing up Chris Olave into my lineup. And then as a fringe option, I have Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas might be one of the most consistent fantasy options in terms of like every week, he's given you like five for 60, four for 60, four for 70, six for 50. It's like he's locked into that like 11 PPR point range every single week. So I think he's a nice fringe option as per usual. And then sitting Rashid Shahid, I know he's coming off the big game, but just not enough consistent volume or even usage in terms of like running routes for me to want to fire him up in my lineup. Then that's going to lead us into the Colts taking on the Panthers. For the Colts, Michael Pittman continues to produce in your fantasy lineups. And then I want to talk about Josh Downs here because he is definitely going to be a start for me. He's been on an absolute tear, 16.6 PPR points per game in his last four games. He's gone for 70 or more receiving yards in three of those four. I think he's a confident play at this point. Paired with Gardner Minshew, who's definitely been feeding him. I think he's a nice option rest of season. Hopefully you're able to scoop him up. He's been someone I've been hyping up in the uh, waiver wire videos for a while now. On the other side for the Panthers, Adam Thielen continues to be a volume machine. You fire him up as a very confident play than sitting uh, Jonathan Mingo. I think Mingo's an interesting like late season rookie stash, but in the short term, not someone I want to be playing. Then we're going to have the Giants taking on the Raiders. Two teams in not so great spots at this point. For the Giants, obviously you're hoping that you get Daniel Jones for this game. Seems like he's going to practice this week, which is somewhat encouraging. That's more so though for like Darren Waller. Like you're not going to be starting any of these wide receivers. So sitting Slayton, Wondell Robinson, and uh, Jalen Hyatt. Then for the Raiders, both Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers with very rough games on Monday night. Devontae Adams kind of on a little bit of a skid here over the last like four-ish weeks. I still think you fire up both of these dudes. For Devontae, you just can't sit a player as talented as him, especially because he's getting open. It's not like we're seeing him like fall off. He's washed or anything. Dude was open down the field multiple times. Jimmy G just couldn't hit him for anything. Then for Jacoby Myers, this was really his first down game with Jimmy G. The other bad game this season was with, I think, Aiden O'Connell. So I still think you continue to fire up Jacoby Myers with some level of confidence. That's going to lead us into the Cowboys taking on the Eagles kind of important matchup there for the Cowboys. Obviously, you're starting CeeDee Lamb coming off of a massive game in week eight and then sitting Brandon Cooks and Michael Gallup. For the Eagles, A.J. Brown just continues to dominate another nuclear performance. He's obviously a start as a high-end wide receiver one. And then Devonta Smith, even in a big A.J. Brown game, Devonta Smith came through for fantasy, so he bounced back. I know some people have been concerned. I think you can definitely feel good about Devonta Smith rest of season. Sunday Night Football, Bills taking on the Bengals. Obviously, Stephon Diggs, high-end wide receiver one. And then I have Gabe Davis as a fringe option. He's coming off a boom game, but even with that boom performance, he is still a back-end wide receiver three in terms of points per game. So he has that high ceiling, very low weekly floor. I think he's like the definition of a fringe play. Khalil Shakir coming off a big game, going to be a sit for me. Don't know how much I want to trust that uh, wide receiver three role there for the Bills. And then for the Bengals, Jamar Chase, obviously a locked in start. I know T Higgins has been disappointing. I talked about him as a buy low. I'm very high on T Higgins rest of season. We had people starting to get worried about Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith, wide receiver twos on these solid offenses. Last week, they went out, gave you big performances. I think those are going to start to come T Higgins way. Now that Burrow's healthy, he should be close to hundred percent after that uh, rib issue. So I like T Higgins moving forward, sitting there uh, wide receiver three, Tyler Boyd. 
And then the final game of the week, Chargers taking on the Jets. For the Chargers, Keenan Allen locked in start. For Joshua Palmer here, believe he's dealing with a knee injury. The fact that he's kind of banged up, plus you have Quinton Johnston starting to emerge. I think Palmer is going to be a sit. Very interesting. Quinton Johnston finally showing some life. I think he definitely should be picked up if he's sitting on the waiver wire, making an impact. These rookies can sometimes break out later in the season. Look at Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, look at Christian Watson in the last, what, two-ish years. Um, so I think Quinton Johnson is interesting. In the short term, though, for this week, not someone I want to start. And then on the other side for the Jets, they just keep feeding Garrett Wilson. Got to fire him up as a very strong start. And that's going to wrap it up for all 14 of the wide receiver matchups. Hope you guys enjoyed the video. If you did, do me a huge favor, hit that like button. Check out the running backs if you haven't seen them already. Any questions, drop them down below. Thank you all for stopping by, and I will see you in the next one.